0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, wishing you all a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. If you've made a resolution this year to live your absolutely best life, Our Majesty Meditation can help. It's designed to help you in all areas of your personal and professional life, and it's powered by our unique auto-suggestion sound method. Learn more by visiting livinghour.org slash majesty, and use the coupon code INSPIRATION to get 30% off at checkout. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Poise, How to Attain It, by D. Stark, published in 1916. Lack of poise has always been an obstacle to those who wish to succeed. In every age, the awkwardness born of timidity has hindered those who suffered from it. But this defect has never been so great a drawback as in the life of today. The celebrated phrase of the ancient Roman writer who said, Fortune smiles on the brave. Could very well serve as our motto nowadays, with this slight alteration. Fortune smiles on those who are possessed of poise. At this point, let me attempt an exact definition of poise. Poise is a quality which enables us to judge of our own value, and which, in revealing to us the knowledge of the things of which we are really capable, gives us at the same time the desire to accomplish them. It is not a singular quality. On the contrary, it is a composite of many qualities, all of which take part in the molding of that totality which bears the name of poise. The principal qualities of which poise is composed are as follows. Willpower, reason, knowledge of one's own value, correctness of judgment, sincerity towards oneself, the power of resisting the appeals of the ego, pride that is free from vanity, and a definite and clearly conceived ambition. Let us begin with willpower, which is the pivot of all our resolutions whether the question for the moment be how to form them, or how to keep them when formed. People without willpower are like straw, blown about by every wind, and carried whether they want to or not, into situations in which they have no valid reason for finding themselves. It is willpower also that enables us to correct the faults, which stand in the way of acquiring poise. The will, in order to preserve its energy, must be sustained and fixed. We must therefore thoroughly saturate ourselves with the following principle. Reasoning power is an essential element in the upbuilding of poise. It is reason which teaches us to distinguish between those things that we must be careful to avoid and those which are part and parcel of the domain of exaggeration and fantasy. Those who know how to reason never stray into the byways in which the timid and the shrinking constantly wander, without sufficient thought of the goal toward which they are journeying. They know where they are going, and if, now and again, they ask for information about the road that remains to be traveled, it is with no intention of changing their course, but simply so as not to miss the shortcuts and to lose nothing of the pleasures of the scenes through which they may pass. True poise never is guided by anything but reason, Certain risks can never be undertaken save after ripe deliberation, and once the decision has been made, nothing will prevent the poised person from completing the work that's been started. Always keep in mind that it is a good thing to know one's powers sufficiently well to undertake only such tasks that are within the scope of one's abilities. To believe oneself more capable than one really is, is a fault that is far too common. It is, nevertheless, less harmful in the long run than the failing which is its exact antithesis. Lack of confidence in one's own powers is the source of every kind of feebleness and of all lack of success. It is for this reason that poise never can exist without another quality—that correctness of judgment, which in giving us the breadth of mind to know exactly how much we are capable of, permits us to undertake our tasks without boasting and without hesitation. Soundness of judgment is the faculty of being able to appreciate the merits of our neighbors, without cherishing any illusions as to our own. Absolute sincerity toward oneself is also a form of sound judgment. Without indulging in excessive modesty, it is a good thing to endeavor to become intimately acquainted with one's aptitudes and one's failings, and to admit the latter with the utmost frankness in order to set about the work of correcting them. It is also necessary to know exactly what sort of territory it is in which one is taking one's risks. The woman and man who possess poise is too familiar with the realities of life, not to be aware that the search for ideal territory is a utopian dream. The work at hand involves spotting the traps that lay ahead, and deftly avoiding them. Serious self-examination is required, for the poised one to avoid the pitfalls that a biased viewpoint spreads before the feet of the foolish. And at the same time, it represses that feeling of vanity, which might lead them to believe that they are altogether too clever to fall into them. More difficult, perhaps, than anything else to acquire, is the power to resist the appeals of one's ego. Lack of poise is often due to that excess of vanity, which instills a fear of not being able to shine in the front rank. Such a person does not say to themselves, I will conquer this place by sheer merit. They content themselves with envying those who occupy the pedestal, quite neglecting to put forth the efforts which would place them there beside the triumphant. However, there is wisdom in knowing your current limitations. There is in every effort a necessary limit that is not wise to exceed. Never force your talents, says a very pithy proverb. Never undertake to do a thing that is beyond your current powers. Likewise, never allow yourself to be drawn into a discussion on a subject, which is beyond your intellectual depth. To do so is to take the risk of making mistakes that will render you ridiculous. But if you are quite convinced that you can come out victorious, never hesitate to enter a trial of wits that may serve as an occasion to demonstrate the fact that you are sure of your subject. Now let us turn to pride, which some have called a sin. Pride is actually a virtue, so long as it contains within it no seeds of vanity. When such is the case, it is a primal condition of success in the achievement of poise. Those who are conceited are always the dupes of their own desire to loom large in the minds of others. And at the mere thought that they will not shine as they have hoped to do, the majority of them are put entirely out of countenance and are quite at a loss for means of expression. The inevitable result of this tendency is mediocrity. The very moment that the conceited find themselves in the presence of those who are their superiors, the fear of not being able to occupy the front rank throws them into such a state of mental disarray that they entirely lose their self-assurance and that appearance of poise by whose aid they are often able to deceive others finally one of the most important elements of poise is without a doubt a well-defined ambition that is to say one that is divested of the drawbacks of frivolity and directly winged toward the goal of one's hopes. The person who possesses ambition of this kind is certainly destined to acquire that poise which is absolutely necessary for them to make their way in the world. They will neither be pretentious nor timorous, exaggerated nor fearful, they will go forward without hesitation toward the goal which they know to be before them, and will make without any apologies those detours which seem to them necessary to the success of their undertaking, and without paying any attention to fruitless distractions. Such a person is never satisfied in commonplace surroundings their willpower will always maintain them at the level they have reached, permitting them no latitude save that of exceeding it. Ignoring such enterprises as they know to be unworthy of their powers, those who are possessed of real poise, and not of that foolish temerity colloquially known as bluff, will devote themselves solely to such tasks as a well-ordered judgment and an accurate knowledge of their own potentialities indicate to them to be fitting. Does this mean that they will always succeed? Unfortunately, no. But knowing that their lack of success has been due neither to a failure of willpower, nor a fear of ridicule, they will return to the front lines, once more prepared to make headway against the storms of life. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts delivered right to your smartphone by becoming our patron today. It costs less than a cup of coffee a month and will ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.